T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Come and get it. The sun is out on a Monday morning here in the nation's capital. That's right, Russell. Look behind you. Yeah. It wasn't out this morning on the commute in, I can I, tell you that I'm much. I'm just saying, it's out now. Yeah, look at that, buddy. See, we got the, we have the beautiful posh window looking out on, what is that? That's the M, what is this, L right here? Yeah, I think it's L. I don't know. I get confused. Yeah, because the next one over is M. Is M. Yeah, because right. that's the one that I the, can go the to. Big, six, the big street that you cross yeah. over. To get M to, uh, National for Medhurst. Park. That's yeah. exactly right, my friends. They've got a <laughs> they've got a street M for Medhurst exactly. here in the, in, the, in, the, in the capital. Russell's on the other side of the board. Maddie's in the other side of the glass. He's protected from all of this chicanery in here. Well, you know, listen, he's already causing problems. I don't know if you've seen the picture. I don't know about uh, you. Last week, we're trying to – last week, we're begging CK, please keep this man on our show. Now today, you're saying he's <laughs> causing problems. I mean, I mean, what is this? Is he's, that – all right, see, we got Grimace up here right? as the associate producer. Right. And now we got some one-eyed – well, and actually, it's people a three-eyed thing. Oh yeah, uh, and, and, oh, yeah. And, there are and two little eyes. Him and uh, and and D Day are like ruining my show prep. They're like, yeah, we need you to come over and take pictures. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kevin <laughs> is burning a a a hole in Denton's ears in the break, asking him every freaking question in the world about the Cincinnati Bengals. And Denton's like, I don't care. I'm taking pictures with some googly-eyed uh, creature. <laughs> His name uh, is. Blinky, and he's the new call screener. Blinky, and he's the new call screener. Can he keep Paulie on hold for an hour and a half, too? I mean, he has the capability. He doesn't uh, talk then much. Then I automatically like him. Then I automatically like him. Woo! The longer we can keep Paulie <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Blinky. How are you? you Welcome to the take show. Take a picture of that thing. I mean, we got Blinky on one side, and we got Lisa Ann's book on the other. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know which one you'd rather look at for more than uh, fifteen seconds. It's an I'm, eclectic mix. I'm gonna go with the. And we've got. Let's see. We've got. Just to give you an idea, we've got a one chip challenge pocky thing, which is really hot, from what I understand. Then we have sanitizer of some sort. Some big jar. Santa clean. Santa clean. Okay. Not Santa clean. No. That, not Santa clean. Santa not not Santa Aldama clean. Yeah. Starter in the NBA from Loyola in Maryland. But we have, and then we have Blinky. So, I mean, we've got an eclectic mix watching the show through the glass. And in between morning. that, I get Essig, like right off of Blinky. And then you turn around and I see, I, I was sent this. I wasn't here on Friday. I was sent your lovely little poster art there. Yeah, my wish my I had Oreo. a million Oreos. Yes, 
That's exactly right. I like Yours, that. Matt got you the attack rooster sign, and he got me wish I had a million Oreo sign. And I mean, nothing could be closer to the truth. I asked him to move it over further so that, A, it could be seen more, and, B, so that I could see it more because I like, I love the sign. I mean, you know, like, I, here's the thing that I would say. Sometimes I'm an attack rooster. Oh, you definitely are an attack rooster. cock a doodle do. The rooster's on the prowl. Look but out. I would also say, wouldn't you agree that I have definitely taken a chill pill over the years? You you do you do ramp it down a lot more than you did before. You okay, know? I'll take that. Because here's what here's what here's what the national audience missed out on. Two years ago, three years ago, if that's five hours of rooster on a network radio, he is coming through your radio like Stephen A. Smith, like Skip Bayless. Yeah, he's coming through on the attack to rip your lungs out. I mean, I still went, I still went pretty hard after oh, Tony Dungy the I other heard, day. I heard, I saw some comments. You did? Yes, I saw oh, some boy. comments. There were some ugly comments. Man. So there were some people. There were some people coming at the roost. I had to block a couple of uh, knuckleheads before I even responded to them. See, so you should just mute them. Uh, well, I mostly will mute people Mm -hmm. if they're annoying or somewhat unreasonably critical. Uh, I mean, I, not if they're critical, like I I have no problem if you want to disagree. Look, look, I I have no problem if you disagree. Just don't go over the line because I'm not going to go over the line on you disagreeing with you. So don't go over the line with me. I've gotten better in that area. I've gotten better in that area. Not great, but I've gotten better in that area. You have where I, yes. where I won't like you. You don't pull out an Uzi and try right. to you you know on the radio and try to exactly. do damage to people that disagree with you it, or exactly. on Twitter. Exactly. Uh, I I mean I, again I, I I've said I've gotten better. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I've gotten better. Um, yeah, but Saturday after doing uh, basically 45 minutes or so, roughly. Maybe a little bit more of the whole Tony Dungy, uh, Danny Cannell support, Ivan Provorov, and weirdly enough, and our buddy Tom Lavero wrote it in the Washington Times, and it has gotten absolutely no buzz that I've seen or heard here in the Washington, D.C. market. Alex Ovechkin had his own little uh, protest, if you will, or, or, or non-support moment, if you will, of the Capitals' Pride Night. Again, a story that has completely gotten swept under the rug. Maybe it's because it's Alex Ovechkin. Maybe it's because nobody noticed. I don't know. Tommy noticed. I read the column in the Washington Times. Uh, So interesting stuff there. It was a weird, weird week. You had four, I would say not great by any stretch. They were four interesting playoff games ending the week but it ended a week with all sorts of political and religion and sports tie-in controversy. Yeah, and, but, but and you it's know always what, though, a weird. And, and mix. here's the thing, Chris. Here's the thing. We live in the United States of America, which is when you look around the world. In many, many ways, we are incredibly fortunate because, based on rules, regulations, laws in our country. 
we are allowed to think for ourselves. Now, there are a lot of people that do not think for themselves. Mm -hmm. There are people in the Republican Party and Democratic Party who just go along with the party line and they don't think for themselves. They let other people think for them. We can agree or disagree with that, but it's true. It's true. You talk to people every day and you can tell that they really don't pay attention to issues. They just go along with company line. People in business. Oh, I'm just going to do what my boss says because that's what my boss says. So I'm just going to do work that way. Uh, instead of you know promoting thought about how maybe we could do things better, more efficiently uh, in, in our work environments, and when it comes down to you know religious biases, religious feelings, religious um, you know honoring uh, honoring the religion that you know whatever it is that you you know we talk about you know people sometimes get offended because when somebody gets ill, dies, whatever we say prayers up for so and so. Well, guess what? An atheist doesn't pray. Okay. And, you know, if you if, if you're an atheist and you come out and you, you know, you get angry at people who say you should pray for this person and vice versa, you know, the people that are, you know, hardcore Christian get mad at atheists or whatever uh, for no reason, because we live in the United States of America. We have the opportunity to choose to live how we want to live as long as we do it within the confines of law and order. Uh, we have um, uh, all kinds of different religions that are honored uh, and and prayed to in this country. And even if it's not your religion, respect those who respect that religion and live that religion. It's not my it's not my place. It's not your place to tell Alexander Ovechkin or you know Ivan Provorov or any other person you know how to live acknowledging their religion that's their choice they do have to live with you know sometimes the circumstances and ramifications that come with that the criticisms in this case obviously that some will write about some will talk about but i i would rather have someone that is honest and strong in their belief toward their religion because that that tells me that their their belief in religion is real we have a lot of people that God is important when it's in, when when it's important for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, when 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 you need some of that attention because you got something going on, and you know all of a sudden you you want to get those prayers and you need the public to rally around you and get God in your life. It's sometimes it's very important. There's some people that you know that oh yeah I'm a Christian. Have you ever seen them in church in their life in 50 years? Probably not. So I just I rather I I. I I respect people who stand by their religion because they say they believe in it and then are willing to make the tough decisions that go along with certain uh, religions. I may not have to agree with it, but I respect it because their decision to follow it is, in my opinion, real at that standpoint. And, And let's face it, there are different things in each religion that separate you know what make these religions so different? I mean, I, I again, you don't have to you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to agree with them, but I do believe you have to respect them for standing by their religion, and they're the ones that have to deal with any ramifications or circumstances that come up uh, as a result of it. I think that's more. Uh, appropriate when it comes to talking about the Ivan Provorov situation and even what Alex Ovechkin chose to do or not do. The Tony Dungy situation, I think, was different because 
while you can say Tony can believe whatever he wants to believe, he made it a public spectacle by issuing and tweeting, you know, on a large platform, a very controversial statement and then deleting it and then apparently apologizing for it and then re-apologizing for it when it blew up into a national uh, debate and people were wondering whether he would even be part of the NBC broadcast on Saturday afternoon for Kansas City and Jacksonville. And don't worry, guys, we're, we're going to get there in ju- just a sec. We're just kind of talking about the week that was last week because it was. It was more about politics and religion and sports and then kind of ending with the four playoff games. And I got to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I knew nothing about it until I heard about your your uh, strong opinion over the weekend. So, you know, and then I, I started looking through. And did you go back and did I, did you go back and listen? I've not no? had a chance to okay. listen, but uh, it was easy to it was easy to piece things together. Uh-huh. Okay. So I was uh, I was I don't believe I was disrespectful to Tony Dungy at all. I would say this. I said in a nutshell, just to summarize it for people, and it was on 106.7 The Fan and nationally on CBS Sports mm-hmm. Radio it was the four o'clock hour. I don't um, I think you can still go back and get it on the on the Odyssey app. Um, just go to CBS Sports Radio and what have you. Um, it's not available on Rewind, but I think you know you can still get the podcast because uh, they didn't, they do that now even for the weekend shows. Uh, so I did the five hour shows, the four o'clock hour. What I said was Tony Dungy can do whatever he wants, can believe whatever he wants. A shouldn't have used his platform as a Hall of Fame, as a Hall of Fame football personality, coach, former player. Again, huge media platform, very visible NBC, Sunday Night Football in America platform. Shouldn't have used that, number one. Number two. Did he do it on TV or just on no, his Twitter No, he didn't do it feed? on TV. He did it on Twitter. But, I mean, you know, again, we've seen people here that didn't do things on air here get fired for things they did elsewhere. Right? We are all responsible. When, when Pete Medhurst goes to West Point, if Pete Medhurst gets pulled over for dri- DWEO, driving while eating too many Oreos. <laughs> driving while eating too many cheeseburgers. <laughs> if, you get, yeah. if you get pulled over and arrested for, uh, and, and, and obviously I'm sort of no, making no, a joke, no, but, but you know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so Tony if, Dungy did not use the NBC platform, but Tony Dungy is on the NBC platform. So when he used that, again, believe whatever you want to believe. I have no problem with well, people right, honoring me, their religion question, and all that Obviously stuff. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. But using his own individual platform, right? not it's not like he was on NBC Correct. on the, the pregame, postgame show, whatever, Correct. and did this. So what, in your opinion, was wrong with him using an, a public but individual platform? How many people put on their Twitter feed, thoughts are mine. Right. You know, that does, that does not, okay. Retweets are not endorsements. Fine. But, but let me ask you this. If you put that on your Twitter handle, does that give you the right to call african-americans the n-word no of course not uh, of course not right so i mean you, you i mean you can 
you can try and separate yourself from the employer or your employer or your your job title or whatever by saying thoughts are mine, uh, not affiliated with my employer or whatever. Tony Dungy is part of the NFL network broadcast family. Sunday night football in America, what have you. He's a Hall of Fame coach. I understand that. So he has a platform but that Twitter, is afforded to him by his... Twitter is not his NBC platform. Understood, but he is. It is associated with. It is directly associated with Tony Dungy. So when Tony Dungy says whatever he said about uh, putting, you know, it was in response to a Minnesota Republican or senator or whoever it was uh, talking about, you know, putting uh, uh, feminine products in, in men's bathrooms and in, in, in schools across the state. And he said, oh, you know, what's next? We're going to put litter pans for people that identify as cats and all this. And I'm just summarizing. Everybody probably knows the story by now. When he does that, okay, again, that's his beliefs or that's ridiculous. His beliefs are that same-sex marriage is against the eyes of what the Lord intended and what he believes and all. Like, Tony, you like you can believe whatever you want to believe. Don't use your public platform to insult people or to make fun of people who aren't you, who don't believe in the same thing that you believe in. And that's my point is you're right. He didn't use the NBC platform, but he is using his own so verified muzzle, Twitter right, as a representative right. of NBC uh, and uh, the NFL. Your Twitter. Look, you're Pete, disagreeing you, with things politically is not the same as DUI beating your spouse Understood. Or anything like that. Uh, understood. There are differences. I have been very vocal in my, uh, as you know, in my criticism of athletes that have, ch- you know, th- that during the height of the pandemic refused to get vaccinated. Oh, sure. Sure. And, and put their teams and their teammates in direct danger. I have been very vocal of that. Right. And your criticism of that did not get you fired from your job. Correct. Nor should it have. Because So why if- should Tony Dungy be fired or I mean again, it comes back to he used an individual platform right. that is his own. His, his, his own, Twitter correct. feed is not owned by NBC Understood. and he 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 essentially look again, he goes back it's a strong belief in his religion. Right. You don't have to agree with it, but I. I and if here, you want to, if you want to disrespect him for it because you don't believe the same thing, that's your choice. Your choice. You have a choice to disagree, and you have a choice to criticize if you Understood. want. No, that's he, fine. Here, here's my he thing. Unders- I, but Tony Dungy understands even, that too. Right. But I wasn't even calling for his firing at all. I was simply saying he shouldn't have tweeted that, even though, as you correctly point out, it's not NBC's Twitter. It is his personal Twitter. We are all a representative of what we put on social but, but, media. But wouldn't you, if hey, I say something stupid, it's Chris Russell of the Team 980 and of Odyssey DC. It's not just Chris Russell, a lone wolf and a lone warrior. But if you say something that is in line with your religious beliefs, right? 
your employer. Let because me ask, look at listen let, to let all, the, look at all these stupid things that we have to do. Okay. All these forty-five minute videos that we have to watch right, 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 with right. the questionnaires right. after let it. Me ask they you can't. This. Re- they mm-hmm. cannot retaliate against you for you know your religious beliefs and all that other stuff. No, but but you but you know what? Just if, like you if can't I, get fired, you can't get fired for. But if uh, I went on Twitter, if I went on Twitter right now and said, um, "I hate fill in the blank segment of society," you can put a lot of things in that blank. Okay, if I did that on my own Twitter, you don't think I'm getting fired? All depends on how you say it. Well, if I said I hate. Don't I, I know where you're going, and uh, yes, or, or, there or are some extremes. I'm strongly against yes. because of my religious beliefs. There's a difference, Chris, between your religious beliefs and people that come out and say, I hate a certain uh, section of people, okay, shall we say. Uh, say you don't like foreigners or you don't like certain you know ethnic groups within the United States. That's different. If, if people that are saying something that are in line with their religious beliefs, there is truth to that, and it, they're supporting their religious beliefs. Right. Again, if you're, Which the, if you're N- a Jewish, the NHL did with Provorov, they and Tortorella did, and the Flyers, they said, "Hey, look, that's his." You individual can't beliefs. retaliate against and, somebody because of their religious okay, beliefs. Fine, within the world, so they place. didn't do that. They didn't do that. Neither are the Capitals with Ovechkin, and nobody is saying that for Tony Dungy. I didn't call for him to be fired. I said Tony made a stupid comment, and he deserves. All the criticism that he's getting, and that wasn't even necessarily right, but, a religious belief. But there are that some was, people. There was uh, there obviously. I bet you there's some. A lot of people. There's a certain percentage of people that probably support well, what he said. I mean, maybe. But I, I, what I said was, Tony can believe whatever he wants to believe, religion or not. Keep it to yourself. Believe what you want to believe. I don't need to hear it, okay. and neither does the world on Tony Dungy's so platform. Every preacher that has bought airtime, all of these TV preachers for years, okay, should they not buy that airtime? Should those television stations not accept that money because you have all these different preachers on TV every Sunday morning do they rubbing pro- people's temples going saying, oh, those evil spirits will come out, and the person falls down because all of a sudden they've been overcome by the temple rubbing of Ernest Angel. I man. don't watch any of those, but when I have crossed but upon them, though, but because, I don't look, think they're look, preaching hate look, and or and or a total my guy given the, the my guy given the the sermon at the Jericho Church of Praise is likely to be different from the guy given the sermon at the Catholic Church right out here uh two streets over now should tv stations not accept that money because they may be delivering a slightly different angled message about god on sunday mornings on tv uh no, but but I would also say, I would also say, like, you have the choice whether to consume that yes, or not. That's exactly right. What, you what, have a what, choice what to I, consume what Tony Dungy said on social media, or you know, again, either well, you agree with it or you don't. Okay, but but that uh, fine. But what I would say is, like, don't be offended. 
and I'm not saying you are. I'm saying anybody. Don't be offended if you're Tony Dungy or anybody in his family or anybody, whatever, for people that are upset that he made a comment. And I'm that sure has Tony no, understands First of all, that. it has nothing to do with his religion. The tweet that he had had nothing to do with religion. Nothing. At all. Nothing. We, we've had far worse from people on platforms of social media. Fine. If that you have, if he want not gotten them fired. He either. has said before that he is against same-sex marriage. I don't know if it was whether in a tweet or in a on camera or whatever. If like, that, that is has something to do he, with his religion. Right. But it, again, should we hold someone to a different standard? Like, should you be held to a different standard just because you're a radio personality? Then my guy busting his ass 55 hours a week that's doing plumbing, an no, electrician that doesn't Pete, necessarily have the same platform of uh, popularity. But that's just the point. When you have the platform that Tony Dungy has or that you or I have, there is a different level of responsibility, accountability of censorship that should and does come along with that. I, I, look, I, I Chris, truly believe I would that. rather know someone's real character than the fact that they might be hiding behind a facade of just being, oh, I'm a TV personality. I'm the that's coolest fair. guy in the world. Well, I'm that's the why I said man. Tony can believe whatever he wants to believe. He does not have to Here's tweet it out or he does not have to I talk mean, about it in public airwaves. I mean, any every person that's ever worked with, come in contact with, played for, I guarantee you 95% of those people, I guarantee you Tony Dungy would go through the wall to help them. If and that's where something... Danny Cannell got called out on the carpet because, and we know Danny, mm-hmm. obviously we had him at the set sure. at the Army-Navy game, great guy, you know, whatever. He got hammered for supporting Tony Dungy. I, I'm not anti-Tony Dungy. I'm anti-what Tony Dungy tweeted. And and, and guess oh, what? That's you, you, it, It's fine to disagree. Yeah. It's right. fine to disagree I with him. I have no problem with him being on NBC on Saturday. It's not like I turned off the broadcast because, oh, my right. God, how right. can how could I ever listen to Tony Dungy again? I was annoyed. I, I thought it was stupid. I thought it was irresponsible. I thought it was uneducated. Which is fine. I mean, that, that's fine. That, that and, and, again, just as I started it all off with, is you have, because of the country that we live in, someone's yeah. not going to come, you know, haul you away. Right. Because no one's going to come in and haul Tony Dungy away because he feels that way, nor are they going to haul you away because you disagree with him. Because again, that's fair. There are there are a, there's a certain faction of people that would line up right behind you, absolutely, and 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 disagree with him, and that's fair. Just as there would be people that would stand behind Tony Dungy, aligned with him because of their religious beliefs, and. Again, he didn't use NBC's platform to do it. He that, just simply picked true. up his little phone and tweeted his opinion out. That is true. Okay. Now, again, there's a lot of ways we can go into this, but I'm just I, no, you know, I, we, I, we just want we wanted to get this kind of flushed out because it also does tie into not only what Provorov did, but also what Alex Ovechkin did or didn't do, according to Tom Lavera on the Washington. And, and you Times. know what? Guess what? Guess what? When he when he scores his next goal here at Capital One Arena, care. guess what? Eighteen thousand eighteen thousand people are going to jump up and down. Nobody will care and scream, "Oh, yeah. you're the man!" Yeah, and I thought, because you know what? When Alexander Ovechkin shows up at the hockey arena, his only obligation to the fans, the eighteen thousand plus in attendance, and those watching at home, uh, watching Joe B and Craig, or listening to John Walton, Ben Raby and company, Ken Sabrin on the radio, his only obligation is to play hockey as hard as he possibly can to entertain you for the dollars you're spending and the time that you're investing in watching the Capitals and Profarov with the Flyers. 
Their obligation is to play hockey as hard as they can. And if you come in contact with them, you know, you know, fan club thing, something like that, their obligation is to not be a jackass to you when they see you. That's their obligation, and that's where it ends with you, the fan. Their obligation is to not try to, you know, uh, get you to come in line with their religious beliefs or anything like that. Their obligation is to play hockey, to go score goals, to be a good person around you at any fan club-related function or team-related function. But that's where it ends. That's where their obligation to you officially ends. Now, we know a lot of hockey players. We know a lot of athletes that go far beyond those realms in every community. I guarantee 80% of professional and even college athletes go far beyond and are great people, just like we talk about Jen and Charles Leno all year. Couldn't do more uh, in the community uh, that they do. James Smith-Williams, who's been a guest on our show, goes out and does things in the community that uh, we, we don't talk about enough. We, and we don't do that in professional sports enough. We don't talk about that part of their lives. We simply you know, poke holes in them when they can't throw a pass uh, to a guy that's wide open or miss a tackle or miss a sack. But that's where those, those folks' obligation ends with you at that point. You don't have to agree. You can have your opinion on it. But I guarantee you the next time Alexander Ovechkin, if he hoists another Stanley Cup, you're going to run right down there with a microphone, stick that microphone in his face, and try to ask him about winning another Stanley Cup. You're not going to boycott covering the Capitals because he may feel the way he does. Flyers media is not going to boycott Provorov. The Flyers are playing incredible hockey right now. After the way they've played for the last eight years, they've been terrible. You know, Now all of a sudden they look like a real hockey team. People are still going to go in the locker room and, and try to get quotes from him based on the way the Flyers are playing right now. That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. We're going to get to some football next. Football was okay. We're going to talk about teams going on to the Final Four and going to take closer examination about the teams that lost this weekend as well. More interviews allegedly coming up for the Washington offensive coordinator position as well. And the more open jobs there are, the question becomes, who will take this job? Who will be left around to take this job Right here. It's Russell and Medhurst. We're off and running on a Monday morning. 301-230-0980. Let's talk about it now right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good weekend of sports. Maryland and almost yesterday. Zach Eady just too big and too strong. Not that Maryland doesn't have anybody to guard him. Not many people do. Eady's been great for Purdue this year. Temple shocks number one Houston yesterday. Navy gets a great come from behind win over Army on Saturday. And of course, four spectacular teams headed to championship weekend. And sometimes... You know, sometimes the best teams don't always get through. Sometimes decent teams play good, knock out the best teams. I don't think anybody would argue, Chris, with the four teams that have advanced to championship weekend with uh, Philadelphia hosting San Francisco. By the way, Philadelphia, the only place San Francisco had not been in a playoff game in the NFC in the history Mm of uh, their franchise. Mm. That's going to change this week. And, of course, Shock, shock, shocker if you've never heard this before. The Kansas City Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, it happens a lot. It happens almost as much as the Dallas Cowboys losing before the conference well, championship game. You know, there is that. Ba-dum-bum. 12 times in a row, 27 years since they've been in an NFC Championship game. I would tell you this. Uh, you know, th- th- this is obviously where we should start, and then we'll get to the other games. The Cowboys again, should not. Let me just say this. I can't even make fun of them and go, ha, 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 the Cowboys were the number one seed. They lost at home to an inferior team like they have in the past. Mm -hmm. They should not have won this game, period. On a short week, the matchup on the road against that defense with that offense, yes, yes, even with Brock Purdy, I got it, got it, got it. This is not a game that the I don't care what Vegas, the dopes in Vegas think, or the handicapper, I, I don't care. The 49ers, better team, on paper, before the game, during the game, after the game, than the Dallas Cowboys. I cannot make fun of the Dallas Cowboys like Stephen A. Smith is going to do. and like Now, I did rip them a little bit when uh, our, our compatriot, Tim Barbales up in Baltimore at 105.7 said, yeah, the last time the Cowboys were in the um, NFC Championship game, I was three days old or or whatever he said. I said, oh, America's team. I did make fun. I did poke the bear a little bit. Yeah, But sure. I can't sit here and. I mean, the moniker, kill- the moniker is still true. Yeah, but I can't sit here and kill them. I can't sit here and and say, oh, what a disaster. What a joke. They should have won that game. There's no way they should have won, uh, lost that game. And by the way, your best offensive of football player breaks his leg in yeah. the first half. And that's all part of the reason. Change, Again, change the game absolutely. a little bit for Kellen Moore. Absolutely. That's all part of it. So for that reason, I, I sit here. I think we can be critical and say, listen, Dak did not play well. Uh, the end of the game was sloppy. The two interceptions were terrible. Could have had more. They uh, could have had more. They could have. They could have won the game. They could have tied the game. Once again, the place kicker had not a missed, but it was going to probably be a miss if it did not get blocked. 
I, I understand he made a couple of field goals late. I got it. Uh, the ironic thing is he's made like twelve straight field goals. Yes, yeah. but but the extra points were a disaster yeah. uh, late in the season in the playoffs and even on the first one and only one yesterday. But. I guess I start with that. And maybe I'm talking out of two sides of my mouth because, again, it's one thing to criticize them and to say they came up short here. They didn't do this right. They should have done this better. And that's our territory. But to me, anybody that's sitting here, you know, like, again, Stephen A is going to come on in a half an hour and and he's going to probably be wearing a cowboy hat and a bazooka and, <laughs> and he's going to, you know, and he's going to be how and a, a victory cigar, and he's going to be howling. Uh, to me, that's not the right approach. Then I see Skip Bayless, who I see in my TV, who's yelling at Shannon Sharp. Interestingly enough, that Shannon Sharp is not yelling back at Skip Bayless. I guess he dumped Saying, all. Saying you don't want any of this. Yeah, I guess he dumped all of his uh, his his verbal Vitriol jabs against Memphis. Uh, uh, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I like Skip was. And I rarely pay attention. He only comes up on my timeline because others that I follow follow him. So somehow it comes up. I don't follow Skip, but I did respond to Skip when he was like, oh, I'm heartbroken. I'm I'm disheveled. I've never wanted a game more than this. All this. Stop. Just stop. It's sports. You shouldn't have won. You weren't supposed to win. You won your game. That's what you were built to do. You were built, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, to have done what they did this year. You were not built. You were. Let me repeat. You were not built, even in the watered-down, mediocre NFC and NFL. You were not built and designed to win a Super Bowl. You were not. Let me put this on Steven and Jerry Jones for a minute, too, with his team. And this was this was what was evident about this club yesterday. They made a decision a couple of years ago to extend Ezekiel Elliott at a salary that hamstrings you from being able to do other things uh, w- with your roster. Uh, maybe at the time they didn't know Tony Pollard would emerge as the kind of playmaker he had certainly become uh, for that football team. But yesterday, uh, uh, and and this is this is pertaining to Dak Prescott. Whose wide receiver room would you take, Washington's or Dallas's? In a heartbeat, Washington. Okay, not even close. Okay, very. That it's the great answer. That's the right answer. Ceedee Lamb was outstanding yesterday. Did his part. Um, Dalton Schultz. How many times have we talked about with Jay Gruden all the time? Okay. How many times have we talked with Jay about attention to detail and the success or failure in pro sports, certainly in football, attention to detail? Hey, Dalton Schultz, not once, but twice. Twice, okay? Attention to detail. Give your give yourself and your quarterback a, a chance by paying attention to detail. Then, I mean, when we get into the Noah Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Kevontae Turpin, Michael Gallup group, I mean, look, we can find those guys anywhere at their current state in the National Football League. But Gallup makes a great run down the hash mark, and Prescott throws the ball behind him. He's got the defender beat. It's the right play. He Mm -hmm. throws to the right guy. Mm -hmm. He just makes a poor throw. Okay, But in terms of getting Dak to that next level, it's the same thing that we, we kill the Baltimore Ravens about. Lamar Jackson can't get better as a passer, Chris, because we keep having him running out there with bargain basement dollar general wide receivers okay 
We need to get him up into the Macy's and Nordstrom uh, class. Hell, he's not even in the J.C. Penney class right now. So he can't develop better as a passer because he doesn't have a stable of wide receivers. All right? Dallas has to do a better job of, of, of helping Dak Prescott here. They've got to help Dak get to that next level. All right? Look at what the Bengals have done. Zach Taylor was getting ready to get fired. All of a sudden, the Bengals end up with a roster of Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and Tyler Boyd. And all of a sudden, they all look like Hall of Famers now. Zach Taylor back in the AFC Championship game. This dude was getting run out of Cincinnati a couple of years ago. He's overmatched as a coach. He can't do it. All right? This comes down to Jimmy's and Joe's as always. And Dallas has to do a better job on that roster of helping Dak Prescott, of helping Kellen Moore. I mean, look at, look at, I mean, yesterday, right now, look at this. Would you take Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, Brandon Ayuk over what Dallas's room has right now? Who's got yes. the better wide receiver? Room? Of course. Of course they San do. San Francisco, right. not even a so, question. So no wonder Brock Purdy, no wonder Brock Purdy in a very good offense can step in. Right. Again, experienced college quarterback. Don't buy don't buy into the Mr. Irrelevant label as a guy that was a project that was a tight end that's now trying to play defensive end or a, a quarterback that's trying to play tight end. This is a guy that played four full seasons as a starter at Iowa State. He's not a neophyte at the position. Yes, in the pro game he is, but in overall quarterback intelligence and football IQ, he's not. So if I put a a, a good quarterback in a room that all of a sudden he can utilize Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, I mean, hey, diddle, diddle. How about the second half of the season for George mm. Kittle, my friends? Mm-hmm. He's been awesome. When he's healthy, he's no question. Not oh, the best. And then, and then wait, we're going to make damn a, close. We're going to make a trade for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So I'm Brock Purdy. I've got McCaffrey. I've got Elijah Mitchell. I've got three wide receivers. I've got an All Pro level tight end. I'm looking at Dak Prescott. My best player breaks his leg. I got one wide receiver who I really trust, and yet I'm still within one score of beating a great San Francisco defense. So, I mean, again, Dallas, you're right. Short week, and their roster's not as good as the other one offensively, and therefore the result was proper yesterday because now you have a quarterback that's making questionable decisions because, I mean, he's, he's trying to force the issue. He's got no other choice yesterday. Right. We can talk more about Dak, obviously, the forty the, the Cowboys' construction shortcomings, whether Dan Quinn's going to be back. That obviously is going to be of most interest to our audience. We'll obviously rap about the Giants getting crushed on Saturday night by the Eagles uh, as well. The Bills losing at home in a game a lot of people thought the Bengals would win. And yet the Bengals absolutely dominated. Go Jeff and Vienna. Yeah. There's re- and and, there, there's reasons for that too. Right. There, and, there's reasons for and that. And the Chiefs, uh, you know, hanging on with Mahomes clearly on a bad wheel. We'll get to it all uh, with you. Favorite game of the weekend, worst game of the weekend, most surprising result of the weekend, most or least surprising result of the weekend, uh, plus Jay Gruden expected to join us in about mm, 14 minutes or so. Touchdown at 10 is 12 minutes away. Right now, the big fella tells us what's trending.
All right, we've been talking about it uh, over the last 10 minutes or so, the four divisional playoffs games in the books, and it does set up a first-ever trip for the San Francisco 49ers to the Philadelphia Eagles in the postseason next Sunday afternoon for the NFC Championship game. The 49ers hanging on for dear life against the Dallas Cowboys 19-12. Last night, the final score. We'll be taking your calls on the Cowboys at 301-230-0980 and where they go from here. How much is Dak Prescott to blame. Meanwhile, the Eagles blowing away the New York Giants and Brian Dable on Saturday night, 38-7 yesterday to set up a second consecutive uh, rematch in the AFC Championship at Arrowhead. They ruined everybody's party in Atlanta. Nobody's going to Atlanta. Instead, they're all heading to Arrowhead for good barbecue and more in Kansas City as the Bengals beat the Bills in Buffalo in the snow, 27-10. And, of course, on Saturday, the Chiefs over the Jaguars, 27-20. No Wizards, no Caps tonight, no local college hoops. Maryland barely losing on the road at Purdue. A last-second shot that would have tied up the game would have been a miracle. Uh, Falling short for the Terps, but a good effort out of them. And that's what's trending. Uh, that's what they're saying to Mike McCarthy this morning. Do you love me now? And of course, let the Sean Payton rumors start and all that other stuff. I don't necessarily put this on McCarthy. I think this is on Jerry and Steven. Um, and if they'd like to solicit my help for the college draft this year, my line is open, Mr. Jones. I like you. I will help you uh, improve your football team uh, here in the offseason. That's right, because that's that's – it's a personnel issue in Dallas. It's a personnel issue. They got much better play they could have ever expected, um, you know, from the youngster tyrants, uh, the, the the Smith kid out of Tulsa, uh, without question, uh, playing in both at guard and tackle. Uh, but you know, you you need to you need to solidify that left side of the offensive line going forward, and they've got to help Dak. They've invested in Dak. They've got to help him. Like the Bengals have put people around Joe Burrow that are, I mean, again, that's a perfect combination of what's going on. Um, you know, Buffalo right now, their issues, uh, they lose a great offensive mind in Brian Dable and a good offensive lineman in John Feliciano. And guess what? Their production went down in the playoffs here. So I think you could account that. Uh, for one of the reasons why uh, Buffalo uh, fell apart here uh, against a good team like Cincinnati, just weren't equipped when when the passing game's not working. Chris, they had no they had no other option. Just like Dallas with Dak struggling, they had no other option yesterday. Especially when Pollard went out, right. they weren't going to beat you with 15, 20 carries from Zeke. Look at what San Francisco did. San Francisco yesterday was not running it at a massive clip like Cincinnati was. Cincinnati just came to the line of scrimmage against Buffalo. Yep. And, and ju- just was hey, ripping off chunks of Three offensive linemen right. out. And Which was the only reason why I, I, I was worried about Cincinnati. Of course, it makes you have hesitation because a team is missing three offensive linemen. But what did Zach Taylor yeah. do? Could you ever imagine the Washington Commanders 
having three starters missing on their offensive line and playing like that. Not that. Not no that way. chance. Not that way. Zero because, chance. Because it wasn't Burrow. Burrow didn't beat Buffalo no. yesterday. No. Cincinnati came to the offensive no. line with a bullhorn. Yep. Hey, Buffalo, yep. we're about to run it down your gullet. And, and we're going to rip off bang, nine yards bang, a pop. Bang. They came to the line of scrimmage. They told them what was going to happen. Yep. Just well, like what Russ you Grimm. Talk, what Just you like Russ talk Grimm about? in 82. Right. He right. went to Randy White. Hey, Randy, guess what? We're getting ready to run it down your gullet. Number 44 right behind me. We're going to give him the ball, and we're going to knock your block off. Lurchy was just making fun of you. I love Lurch. It's my boy. I know. Lurch and I are twins in are many, you guys many in, ways. Are you guys in mourning still that Mike Bray is uh, going to retire? Or? Yeah, I mean, look, it's a results-oriented business. Yeah. I, 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 I would Mike say this. Personally, I'm, I'm glad he's, he's going to retire instead yes. of getting fired. Correct. Correct. Which uh, may have been the impetus to do that. But, but sometimes you got to realize when you can't fix it. Yeah. And right now, Mike can't fix yeah. it. I want to get into more of the offensive line shenanigans. Shenanigans, wrong word. Uh, the offensive line mystery meet for the Bengals just absolutely dominating yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Because, again, I do mean this. And people are going to say, well, you just hate everything. The Washington command, I can't say they would never be able to do that because they did win a game for our next guest, Jay Gruden in Seattle, with no Trent Williams, I think with no Brandon Sheriff and somebody else. And we can talk to him about that because yeah. that's the kind of that's exactly the kind of audible Cincinnati yeah. had to make uh in their game plan yesterday and it worked to perfection. But how hard is that? How hard is it when a Tony Pollard breaks his leg in the first half, all of a sudden Kellen Moore's game plan, which you know has 25 to 30% Tony Pollard in it, all of a sudden that's out the window. It's a great question to ask Jay Gruden next. He's been there. He's lived it as a coach and offensive coordinator in the National Football League, and he joins us at Touchdown at 10 next right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.